probate weekly. We do every Thursday at p.m. Pacific time. Uh, and we do it at seven o'clock Eastern time. Uh, let me see our mute all. So let's see, yes, we'll mute everybody. Uh, we do this, we live stream it on YouTube and Facebook as well. And I'm really excited to have a special program today. We'll announce just a little bit. Um, I don't see Roger on the call. Are you there? I, I probably muted everybody, including Roger. Um, I think what's going to happen is, Roger, are you there? Don't see him. Raise your hand. Don't see him. Hmm. Let's see him real quick. Uh, okay, can you hear? Thank you. Thank you. Uh, no, no, Roger, huh? Okay, well, there you go. What we're tempted to do today is different than our normal, which is we're going to do a crossover. Uh, I invited a special guest, Roger Blankenship, who runs, uh, let me get the right name, the name uh, correctly, uh, Flipping uh, America. Uh, Flipping America with uh, Roger Blankenship. And he is a specialist on um, flipping houses. Um, and I think when we started this program, when I started it, um, I work a lot with investors and wholesalers. But personally, when I got into real estate, um, part of what I got into was to make money as income, you know, as a job, and to create wealth. And one way to create wealth was to learn the business well enough to invest and invest successfully. And so one way to do that is by, you know, flipping. I, I flip some properties, I wholesale some properties. I'm not a buy and hold. My brother retired literally from um, uh, real estate and, and left the United States and retired nicely on um, buy and hold. But it worked for him. He kind of enjoyed it. It was more his personality. Uh, and mine is much more about real estate. But I use flipping uh, personally as a strategy to make some money when I find a good deal. So as a real estate agent, just give you some numbers, last year, if you pull me up in the MLS the last 12 months, I closed between 40 and 42 sites, um, probably 30 properties, some of which are no. um, me. That's interesting. Um, okay, good. So, so um, I closed last 12 months about uh, 40 to 42 sites. And um, uh, but of those, I also flipped two properties. Now, I made really good money on those. I personally do what are called lip, lipstick flips. When I buy a property, I find a deal that I can trash out and I can um, um, uh, just trash out, clean it up, and put back on the market. That's ideal for me. And if I can do it and make money on it quickly, I will. I'm not a buy and hold investor, I'm not a value added investor. It's just not my style. It's just not it fit for me personality-wise. And you might say I'm leaving money on the table as a result, but you have to do what's best for you, what fits into your business. And I make a lot of money as an agent. I can't afford to disrupt that because I'm too busy handling my own um, investments. But when I find something I can quickly turn over and make a profit on, that's something I do as a lipstick flip. And so what we're going to do today at 4.30 is we're going to flip over this call. We give you another link to another address. And we're going to join Ian Roger Blankenship's normal national Flipping America call where he gets about a good chunk of people. And we're going to kind of join in there with him on the process. Um, okay, do I don't see that. Roger's supposed to be here for the first half hour. Is he here? Am I missing him? Chime in, chat, raise your hand. No? Um, not seeing him. William Elkins, I see you there, man. Hopefully, we're not keeping you awake. Maybe you are keeping you awake. How are you doing? How are you doing, Bill? 
I'm doing real good, man. I'm doing so good. Can I just say, I get asked this all the time. I'm doing so good. It's just not fair. I just feel sorry for the people. And I, and I hesitate when people ask me, I have to think, can I be honest and say how good I'm doing? I know there are people struggling and, and I'd like to help people who are struggling. And, but I also want to give hope to people and say, I was really struggling three years ago. And I was really struggling when the COVID started. But man, right now I'm killing it. And uh, it's because I have a plan. I work my plan every day. Uh, I work hard at it. I'm doing great. So thank you for asking William. How can I help you today? So Bill, Bill, let me hold a listing, man. Do what? Let me hold a listing, man. Re let me rub it off on me. Let me get some of the goodness. Let me get some of the <laughs> That's why I do the call, man. I'm here to give you some goodness. I'm definitely here. There's Roger. I'm definitely here to give you some of the goodness because it, it's uh, people want to hear stories of hope and strength and want to learn how to do it as well. One of the questions I got was, uh, do, why do sellers sell property discount to the market value? You know, um, good question, um, uh, Christopher. But we have on the call here, I, I, he just got on, and he and I kind of put this together, and I'm sure I didn't tell him, he didn't tell me properly everything we need to do. But uh, here we are together. We're going to flip over to his call at 430, but now we have on the call um, Roger Blankenship, who runs Flipping America. Roger, you, I see your camera, but I don't see your audio looks like muted either. Maybe still logging in or still getting ready. So nope, let me. It just I, it was just muted. I don't know why I was muted, but here I'm here. Good. Hey. Well, welcome. How are you doing? Great, man. Great. Looking forward to uh, the 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 call with our group in about I don't know 25 minutes or so. This is what we, they call in TV and radio a crossover, right? There used to be uh, I'm I'll date myself, but there was uh, I think the Beverly Hillbillies and Green Acres in one episode they crossed over from one to the other show, and then radio programs do that where they have uh, back to back personalities that will carry over from one to the other. And so uh, I, I had I had the honor of being interviewed by Roger on his show uh, last month. And I said, this is great. You're exactly what people I talk to need to hear about. Would you come on my call? So we'll let's do one together. And I said to him, do you know how to make that work? And he started sharing all the technical details. I said, listen, let's just get together for about half hour on my call. Well, halfway through, I'll just say everybody, here's the link, see you there. And we'll just have to find some way to make that work. So here we are, Roger. Thank you for jumping on today. Yeah, yeah. I, I got your invite a few minutes ago and I was you know busy getting everything set up for our event. That's what I usually do after I wrap up my Thursday evening coaching calls. But really, the setup for tonight was relatively simple. I think everything's ready to go. So I thought, yeah, good. So so just a qu real quick, the reason why we did this was there's only really two different stories here. One is the story in your call is going to be investors, wholesalers who want to learn about probate. And I can talk about that. On this call, we have right now about 29 people who are investors, wholesalers, real estate agents who want to do business. And But I believe they should also be looking to flip properties along the way. If you're a professional in this business, along the way, you should find properties that you can flip, make money on your own. So kind of share a little bit about the process of flipping, but before we go, let's talk about how you started your program. How did you get into real estate and how did you get to where you are now with Flipping America? Oh, okay. I'll, I'll try to make it quick. Um, people <laughs> ask me why, why I got into real estate investing. I tell them sheer desperation and a lack of communicable job skills. There you go. Um, I spent 25 years in the ministry and traveled all over the world, had a great time, great for the ego and all that stuff. But then my wife left me and in our circles that sort of ended the uh, ministry opportunities. I had to find something else to do. 
I had already started buying some real houses and I'd even flipped a couple of houses just because, you know, I was tired of being poor. And I decided, well, I'll, I'll just do that full time. And that was October of 2006. Some of you know what happened right after that. But um, was it your we, fault? Did you do it? Well, my ex-wife would tell you it's, it was my fault. <laughs> That I'm the reason well, the economy my wife would me too. So that's yeah. How it goes. Um, but anyway, um, <laughs> we did all right. Um, and in fact, 2008 to 2012 were our best years. Um, well, until recently. But anyway, um, I, I I I felt like I was getting pretty good at this. And just being honest, I got overconfident. Most most people that know me know my story. I. Um, decided to expand my business. I expanded in two directions at one time geographically and got overcommitted. And, uh, you know, when you're paying a hundred thousand dollars a month in hard money loan interest, it doesn't take very many mistakes and delays for you to run out of money. And, um, I ran out of money in 2014 and I didn't file bankruptcy, but I ended up 2 million. I had from going to have several million in the bank, to $2 million in debt. And that debt was to my, some of my closest friends that had mm. believed in me and invested with me. And it was, it was painful. And, uh, the, the recovery from that isn't completely over yet, but, uh, we started in, I asked my friends to hang in with me and uh, we'll get this thing back together. And, you know, that started coming. I got the opportunity to be on a show and I was on the school for startups radio show back in uh, late 2016. And so I talked a little bit about my experience at that time. I had flipped right over a thousand properties that I had bought and fixed and sold. And uh, now next year, we're going to go over 2000. And, wow. but when it comes to wholesale um, stuff, well, I, I may end up wholesaling um, maybe 2,500 houses this year. So um, we've built, we've built a, we, we've built back strong. We've built back a pretty good operation and I have uh, some team members and we have a wholesale company now. And I had not done a whole lot of wholesaling before the collapse, but we're doing it now. And the, the main reason I want a wholesale company is I cherry pick the best deals and I rehab them, and put them on the market. But you know, right now they're not in Atlanta. I'm right here in the studio, right in midtown Atlanta, just blocks away from the famous Fox theater like one block away. And, um, I haven't done a deal in the state of Georgia in almost two years. So um, that's, that's another thing I want to talk about a little bit is doing yeah. business outside of your local market. Yeah, so I'm, talk, okay, go ahead. Talk a little bit about when you started, you must've originally started near home. I imagine we, I did. Yeah. So, so what was it, what was it like when you first did a deal outside like what what was the impetus to that and what do you have to do to make yourself comfortable make that that transition <laughs> well the first deal outside of my home territory was the neighboring county i don't even know if that really counts but <laughs> um when i when i started in this business um i didn't have any of my own money to play with i had backers who put money into my deals and we did 50 50 equity splits and one of the guys that i discovered along the way was uh he lived in the same County as I did Henry County on the South side of Atlanta. And so he came and watched what I was doing and, and, you know, he invested some money with me. And then after a while he said, Hey, do you mind if I jump in here? And, you know, I didn't give you all my money. Um, let me put some of my money. in." so he took my model, what I was doing, buying foreclosures, stuff like that. 
And he started not really competing with me, but kind of competing with me. So I thought, all right, well, there's nobody over in Rockdale County doing what I do. So I'll just, I'll keep doing what I'm doing here, but I'll go over to Rockdale County. And my realtor asked this other guy, Jimmy, so are you going to go to Rockdale County? He said, no, I'll never set foot outside of Henry County. I'm not, no, I'm not buying the property anywhere else. I, it's got to be right here close to me. And I thought, great. So I went to Rockdale County and did a flip and made $45,000 in about three months. The next month, Jimmy was over there with his money in Rockdale County. And so I went to the next county and uh, this pattern continued for a few years. I would go to a new county. And then once I proved I could make money there, he would come along with his money. And it got to be a little bit annoying after a while. But anyway, um, we finally, it, in, in the height of the collapse from 2010 to 2012, we were covering every county in the state of Georgia. And so when you're doing that, it's not as far to go to uh, Greenville, South Carolina. And I made connection with a realtor there who knew rehab contractors. And so I started buying at the uh, foreclosure auctions over there. And then, you know, Alabama is only 50 miles away from where I sit. So we started venturing into Alabama and Tennessee is 90 miles north. It's really not that far once you learn. And the thing to do is to have a very good realtor who's going to help, you know, mind the process, who knows contractors in the area and then get a good GC in that area. If you've got that, you're, you're, uh, you can do it anywhere. So do you go to the local market before you invest the first time? Do you go regularly? How do you manage that process? Um, yeah, I, I tend to, to try to stay where I can at least drive there in a day. And typically I will go during the due diligence period once we have a house under contract and I'll create the scope of work. And uh, if possible, I, you know, I have contractors that are sort of just uh, captive to me. I'll, I'll have the contractor, we'll walk the property together, we'll put our brains together and I have a design or two. If we need something, you know, unique, we'll create the scope of work and uh, write it all up. And then I will go back at least once during the, during the process, just to check on it. And because I like the day trips and then that may be <laughs> <That's> it. <true. laughs> uh, the last one I closed in Alabama, I actually had to drive to Alabama for the closing because the law firm did not get the message that I wanted to do a mail away. But typically I don't go back. I, I'll go once or twice, you know, and now I have a good team assembled in Louisville, Kentucky. And so we're doing a flip there. And I think we made offers on seven or eight houses there today. Wow. Wow. So you, I know you have a coaching program, uh, Flipping America. Talk a little bit about what that is. Who's ideal candidate? Is it brand new people? Is it somebody who's been doing some business that wants to upgrade? Uh, tell us about your coaching program and what, what is that for? Okay. I didn't come here to sell anything, man. Well, I don't sell anything. And, I'm, okay. and I get asked all the time, well, what do I do? Or how do I do this? And, and I'm always right. looking for the right fit for people. And so. Um, um, all right. Well, I will tell you, I never intended to get in the coaching business, if you don't mind me saying this. But no. I, I do. My graduate degree is in education and I've been a college professor. And so I'm a teacher by nature. And that's what I did in my previous career. I was a public speaker and, and teacher. And so I know I can communicate the stuff. And I guess the reason I got in is because of what I see as uh, egregious abuses in the industry. You know, there's a whole workshop circuit out there and, you know, a lot of organizations coming out of Salt Lake City and Phoenix, Arizona. Um, it seems to be the business model is 
uh, let's get them for 30,000 and then immediately upgrade them for another 20,000 to give them some stock training that we bought out of a book. And um, yeah, that bothers me. It's not the $50,000. That's actually not a bad trade for what you get. If you really get it. I mean, you, you, you're getting the skills that where you can make a million dollars a year and it's not that hard. Right. Uh, even I can do it. So, you know, it's not that hard, but what they're doing is they're, they're taking $50,000 from people who a can't really afford it. B don't have the wherewithal to make it happen. And they're not giving them what they need. So I decided to enter the space. And when I entered into the training space, I got invited to be on a stage from one of these guys. And I was sitting back in the green room and he told me, I, I was amazed at how just out in the open they are about this. He said, your pricing needs to be around $50,000. You, you, first of all, you get them for 30,000, then you upgrade them to your inner circle for 50,000. I said, well, what do you give them for the extra 20,000? He said, just more access to you, not any more information. As you know, it's not really all that hard. And I thought, man, that is cynical. I, I just don't wanna do this. So I, I jumped off that and started creating my own path. Um, the guy that interviewed me for his show talked me into doing my own show. We had to come up with a name for it. So we called it Flipping America because I was leading a meetup group here in town called Flipping Atlanta. That's where we got the name. Nothing real creative about that. Um, but my show became, you know, fairly popular and well-received. And um, the next thing I know, people are reaching out to me and saying, hey, show me this business, teach me how. So we put together a training program, but the most expensive thing I have is $10,000. And uh, that gets access to me for a full year. And um, if you haven't made at least 20 or $30,000 by the end of that year, then you just stay in the program. There's no real limit on it because I want to actually help people realize their dreams in real estate. So I don't do the hotel room marketing and uh, you know, I'm pretty busy with what we're doing in real estate. Anyway, I don't intend to make most of my money in the training, but I also don't want to, do it for an amount that would make me feel like it's not worth my time and energy. You know what I mean? So, you know, I get on this call, a lot of two groups, one are real estate agents who are struggling, making some commissions, but aren't really creating any wealth for their business or investors want to get started. You want to be investors, but they just can't pull the trigger on the first deal. What do you see as the biggest challenge to people getting started in their first transaction? And what do you do to encourage them to kind of jump off that bridge? You know, my answer on that changes as, as the market changes a little bit, but right now the biggest challenge is finding a deal. Yeah. I don't know how many of your people are in California, but if you found it in, in, in your area, Bill, where you are, um, the basic deal is just, if you put a hard money package together on that, uh, the interest rates are going to be so out of sight. It is hard for a regular person to handle that. Um, that's why I think maybe learning how to flip remotely would be the thing. And so I would say, uh, if, if you're in a high priced area like that, do you know anybody, do you have any family or friends in almost any other town in flyover country, somewhere between the coasts? Because if you do, then get over there and meet a realtor. And so you have somebody there who knows contractors and so forth, you know, there's a process. I'm, I'm not going to go into all of it here, but you're not going to find your deal flow from the realtors, but uh, there is a way to start networking into that community. If you want to be a fix and flip investor and um, uh, you can 
get on the list, on the mailing list of the area wholesalers. And just keep in mind that most of what they send is not going to be a deal because wholesalers have a self-interest and they're getting as much as they can too much in most cases. Um, but you know, the hardest thing is finding that first deal. And I'm not, I'm not uh, a woo woo person that believes that you throw out magical energy waves to the universe and send you back the prosperity and so forth. But I've noticed that something happens after you get the first deal, the next one seems to come easier. I don't even really know why that is, um, but it does. And after you have one or two, then the next one's right around the corner. You just keep on doing what you're doing. And, and really I think of it this way. I don't know if you've ever seen this. Um, imagine, um, a, a two pieces of PVC pipe that are shaped like a check mark. Let me get in the camera here, like up here and down here, and then it goes back up. So it's shaped like a check mark. Okay. There's a little elbow joint here in the bottom. Stuff a ping pong ball into the top. Nothing's going to come out this end, but stuff another one in nothing, stuff another one, nothing, stuff another one in. Eventually, when you put one in the top, one's going to pop out and get my image right. One's going to pop out over here. And then every time you put one in up here, one will pop out. It yeah. just takes a while for that effort to get your deal flow going. I think that's really what it is. And yeah. then you just keep on with the effort and the deals will keep coming to you. Yeah. I mean, I, I always tell people, the more people I talk to, the luckier I get in finding a deal. Yeah. And if you, if you find a deal where there's real value today, there's more money than ever to finance it. You just got to find the deal. That's really the key. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so um, we're here um, talking to Roger, Flipping America, um, an expert on flipping properties, also expert on flipping properties out of state. In about seven minutes, we're going to flip over to his call. I'll give you the link. You're probably going to get it via email as well. Um, yeah. But I have to chance, leave too. Yeah, you have to leave too. So I'm going to take it from there. Okay, so last question then. Um, uh, what is it that pushes people to jump forward? How do you get them to take that first action? How do you get them into motion? Uh, that that's interesting. That's an interesting question. Um, you know, I've been a, a little league basketball coach <laughs> and you right there, you work on motivation, right? Mm -hmm. But when it comes to this, I don't, I, I'm just going to work with motivated people. If a person doesn't have the motivation already, right. um, I don't, I don't feel a duty to try to instill that in anyone. Um, it's up to you to find out for yourself. Got it. Okay. So we're going to let you go because I know you okay. got your program started at the end. And we're going to, we're going to do for those of us on my call, uh, we're joining in today with flipping America, which is his, which is Roger's normal Thursday call starting at four thirty our time, seven 30 in the East coast. Uh, and I just wanted to do this as a way to, um, get him, uh, on our call and share a little bit. Um, Roger's information is in our chat notes. Um, Roger Black should flip America Thursdays. And then his, the email address is flipping America, R-E-I-A for real estate investment association.com. So flipping America, R-E-I-A.com is his website for you to go there. Uh, it's well, flip, it's just, yeah, you can go to flipping America.net or flipping America, Rhea.com. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and um, then, yeah, there's a, I've got a bit link for tonight. It's bit.ly forward slash FA Thursdays. Bit.ly forward slash, one more time, something Thursdays? F, the letter F as in Frank, the letter A as in, or flipping, letter A as in America, and then Thursdays, all one word. It could be all uppercase or all lowercase, just don't mix the case. 
Got it. Okay, so we Every have Thursdays. Uh, we have it in the chat box, and, and if you click on that link, that will take you directly to where we're going to go in about uh, yeah. four minutes. So, uh, Roger, thanks for being on. We'll catch up with you on the other side of the commercial Thank you, break. Bill. Honored and flattered to have have you. Be glad to see all of you, and we'll have a little fun in a few minutes, and then I'll be asking you the questions. Uh, look forward to that. Always love, love talking. Right. Thank you. Hey, Bill, do you oh. have the you had that interview link from the show the other day, right? Uh, sure, Roger. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see here, real quick. Roger, probate weekly. No, I have it. I'm sure I have it somewhere. Uh, we'll get that. Yeah. I'll, I'll email it to you right now. Okay, thank you. All right, see you. Okay, so there you go. So that was, hey, I hope that, that I enjoy talking to him. I think he's fantastic. And I think, I just want to introduce you to the guy. I don't know how he comes across to you, but having spent about an hour with him, he is genuine. He wants to help people. He wants to help you be successful. And um, I definitely think that um, it's an opportunity to, uh, you know, improve your business add wealth creation via uh, flipping properties. And if you're a real estate professional, if you're at this full time, you should be making some money in addition to your um, income commissions by buying properties that you make income on. I did about two a year. I made about $100,000 in 2021 on two flips I did. I made about be 80,000 a prior year. And that's on top of my commission income. And so the idea is I, I don't look at that as as income, that's extra money that I now have to put away for savings to invest. I'm literally looking to buy some real estate with that, but more of a passive investment. I'm not really a flipper. I'm more of a passive buy and hold and, and stock investor. So hopefully that was helpful for you guys. And um, uh, we're going to flip over here real quick. Hit that link, and we will see you on the other side of the deal. Let me see here real quick. I have the address he gave me. Uh, well, I have I have the link that he wants me to go on to, so I'm going to go to that. I'll see you guys on the other side. Go to bit. Uh, uh, there you go. LinkedIn calls right there. There's also a Zoom call. So see you guys over there in about three minutes. Any questions while we're waiting for that? Maybe he was still on the call. Have any questions? No. Again, I appreciate you guys letting me try this. I, this is really something we've never done before. I thought it'd be fun. Hope it is. Hope it's educational to introduce you to somebody who's really a pro at this, and we will see you guys soon. Thank you so much. How do I get the link? It's in the in the chat box. Do you have access to it? Oh, I'm on my phone. Damn. Let's see. That's okay. Uh, who is this that's talking? Jacques, I don't this think I have Jacques. you. Okay, so there's a, a Zoom link, and he gave us a Bitly link as well. Let me see if we can find that real fast. I can get on my computer. Yeah, I think if you hit that, that will get you there. Um, uh, Bitly, I, I, I see your link for the computer. So I'm not getting Bitly forward slash. Okay, I, ju I just uh, jumped. I'm, I'm jumping on the Zoom link on my computer. Oh, bit.ly. I typed that. It's on there. It's on there. The slash. Bitly.com, bit.ly, uh, forward slash, that's right there. Okay, so that's right there. It's uh, bit.ly slash F-A-T-H-U-R-D-Y-S is the proper link. B-A-T dot L-Y. 
bit.ly slash F-A-T-H-U-R-S-D-A-Y-S or F-A for Flipping America Thursdays. bit.ly backslash F-A Thursdays. So we're gonna, we're gonna go over there in uh, one minute, okay? B-I-T-L-Y backslash F-A Thursdays. So go to that there, you have to register, and that will bring you into the Zoom. We're gonna cross over right now to his call, okay? Thanks guys. <laughs>